guys, and welcome to TrailerCast. I am Elise Snipes, your host. Um, if you've been listening here for a minute, then you already know <laughs> who I am and why I'm sitting here in this trailer and what this podcast is about. And if you're joining me, um, maybe for the first time or for the first time in a while, I feel like I am in the continual process of orienting myself in this work and understanding my role and calling or gift or whatever it is we want to call it. And so today, I think I would like to introduce myself as, um, yes, still professionally trained as a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, also as a person who gets to witness others raw entrance into kind of like the healing waters. Like I imagine that like we're all maybe sitting around a pool and yes, it's summertime, right? And so I've got this visual, we're all, we're all sitting around this pool and there are some of us that are swimming and some of us that are on the side and some of us are deciding to kind of dip a toe in to see if the water's right and, and some of us just kind of hop in and, and the invitation is to everyone. Everyone's welcome at this pool. Everyone has a space. There's, there's no gate. <laughs> there's no key. Everybody's welcome. And we all need to choose how, when, or if we get in and what we do when we get in. And the role that I get to play in this space is to get to witness people see themselves for the first time, recognize themselves again as who they maybe hoped that they could be or hoped that they were and maybe others could catch a glimpse of them. And, and for my work, that takes so many different forms, this this idea of being able to to witness and sometimes suggest or offer invitation and or correct and often also challenge or say, nope, <laughs> no, not that. Um, sometimes to consult, sometimes to come alongside other creatives, sometimes to um, be involved within Radical Wellness Collaborative. Sometimes in weekends and private retreats, sometimes whatever, kind of wherever. I think that there's recently been the shift for me of wanting to say wholehearted yes to the work that I get to do. This podcast, this whatever, right? And it's, it's summertime where I am and maybe summertime where you are. And summertime in my life means kids are out of school and I used to spend a lot of time trying to juggle how do I uh, get the childcare I need and how do I do that and how do I do this and Oh, mercy, right? It's I've got three kids, eight, seven, and five, and um, it's too much, right? And so this summer, I was like, you know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to struggle against that right now and try to piecemeal it all together. I'm just going to take some time off. <laughs> what a thought. I'm just going to do less. I'm just going to do less, and I'm just going to do uh, what I can do and what I want to do, and I'm just going to, you know, put the rest on hold for a minute. And so that's kind of where I find myself today, Wednesday, in between seeing people one-on-one -on -one and uh, the group I'm leading in my town, San Clemente, um, called Well Wednesdays. Um, if you don't know about Well Wednesdays, I would 100% encourage you to go check out my website. It's just elisesnipes.com, and you can learn about what Well Wednesdays is. But basically, um, I want people to dip their toe in the pool. I want people who 
And again, that one of the reasons this podcast started was to kind of get therapy up and off the couch and out into the world. And well, Wednesdays is one of the, the ways that I get to do that, which is to invite people into playful wellness experiences. And so sometimes in therapy, there's a lot of commitment involved. And as a person who sometimes is wary of commitment, <laughs> I want to be able to take a class and see what it's like and then decide if I want to keep going or not. Or I want to maybe drop in when I can, but I don't have all every Wednesday available, but I sometimes want to go. And people have asked, like, what's the topic? And I'm telling you, the topic is you. Whoever shows up and whatever we're bringing, there's always a collective experience of, oh, our topic was joy. Our topic was uh, suffering. Our topic is grief. Our topic is um, how close I am to my true self, uh, career, motherhood. Um, there's a a common thread when we show up. And so each week it's been a little bit different and it's pl it's playful by nature and that I bring the tools and objects and props that we use within experiential therapy or psychodrama. Um, the language isn't important, but the experience is. And so if you're interested in that or you are around town or you want to drop in for a Wednesday, I'll be there every Wednesday June, July, August. Um, this is 2021, in case someone's listening to this in a different year. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked on it. I, I personally am experiencing that my own self getting to enter into the play as well. And that's what I personally love about experiential therapy is that the it's, it's less uh, hierarchy. It's less um, expert and like person who needs the expert. And it's more like we show up together. We enter into this experience together. We get to see what happens. We get to enjoy what happens. So all that to say, um, if you're curious, come check it out. Um, you can come as often as you like or drop in once and see what it's about. But tickets are available on my website. Um, I would love to have you. The stories I want to share with you today are the result of the work that I was able to do today. So, like I said, oftentimes my work as therapist means I get a front row seat and I get to, um, I get to see people come to their own understanding or their own, okay, you know what it's like? It's like when you get out of the shower and you're in the bathroom and the mirror's all foggy and then the fog can start to disappear, the steam maybe, and you see yourself. That's, that's what it's like. That's, that's what it's like when people get to see themselves once the fog or the steam has dissipated and they're like oh that's me and so today there were two things that came out of the work I was able to witness the first one is how did we get here and the second is I don't live there anymore okay and so for the first story and maybe you can run this through your own experience how did we get here it is one of the most beautiful questions <laughs> I've ever heard come up in therapy. You know, when we come to this work, a lot of the times we're, uh, we're trying to put the pieces of our life in an order that we can understand it. And we're probably like, ah, do I feel this way because of this? Uh, do I keep repeating this pattern? Do I keep seeking people like friends or romantic partners out like this because of this? Um, why do I feel unhappy? Why do I feel hurt? Why do I feel like alone? Am I doing something wrong? Does anyone else feel this way? You know, and we sift and sort and, and try to understand and gain meaning from these, these little pieces and parts of our lives. And 
And today the question that this person asked was, how did we get here? And I was like, man, I, I think that that's the answer. I, I think that that question is the key. I think that if, if we could turn that over, how did we get here? Not to hyperanalyze, not to find a, a victim, not to find a villain, not to accuse someone, just to stay in curiosity, just to increase awareness, just to learn. Like, God, how did we get here? What a beautiful question. What a beautiful invitation to kind of get into the pool of learning or healing is, how did we get here? And you know, that, that question, again, the purpose and point is not to extract all the life out of it. We don't dissect our life as if it's feelingless or meaningless. We use precision. We ask the question so that we can have life, so we can have feeling, so we can have connection. And so that question, how did we get here? I just thought was such a beautiful, beautiful door invitation way in. And so my, my hope in sharing this here with you is that you might use that question as a tool for yourself as well. That the next time you feel whatever it is that, that gets kind of dominant for you or gets kind of in your way, whatever your stuck place is, whether it's a relationship with a person, a relationship with yourself, um, your, your professional life, your personal life, whatever, whatever it is, could you run it through that question? How did we get here? Your relationship with your partner or with your child, your relationship to food, your relationship uh, to depression, your relationship to your body, your relationship to trauma, your relationship, what is it? What, how did we get here? I love it. I love this question so much because it helps us remember that there was a before, right? There was a before here. There was an all the way here. <laughs> and it hopefully insinuates that there is a next. How did we get here? Might help us understand how we get to what is next where we could diligently and wholeheartedly repair from a seat of compassion what needs to be repaired in order for us to shift into what is next. And so the question, how did we get here, isn't so that way we can tie a bow or box check it and say, okay, I get it. It's because I did this and you did this. No. We're not looking for judgment. <laughs> we're not looking for blame. And we're not looking to only intellectualize or analyze. We are looking to compassionately experience and understand from both parties or both perspectives how we got here and what we need to do in order to go to next together, if we can. And so the, so the, the things I'm just kind of going to hand your direction or leave on the table is, is could you use that question for yourself um, in whatever it is that you're facing? Could you use curiosity without judgment? Um, could you use that question without shame? Could you sit long enough to be willing to see and let the fog clear 
we can see what it is. Right? The more we see, the more clear our way forward, our way in is. The second, <laughs> I don't live here. I don't live there anymore. It was one of my favorite moments. Do you ever? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, say what happened, and then I, I want you again, as always, to see if this is something that you relate to or not. Um, this freaking lovely, strong as hell woman was like, "Sorry, I was a little bit late today because I." accidentally drove to my old house and she just moved right so she accidentally drove to the old house and then realized that oh my god <laughs> duh I moved I don't, I don't live here I don't live there anymore and she's telling me this and I'm hearing it with my other ears I'm like and isn't that a picture for this whole story that when left to autopilot when left to not purposefully directing or thinking that we often resort to what is old to what we've known to the familiar route right be it our pain our relationships our routines uh, uh, pick one <laughs> pick your thing what do you return to on autopilot you don't live there anymore she doesn't live there anymore i don't live there anymore that is not your house, that is not your relationship, your job, your, your stuckness, that's not your trauma, that's not your relationship, that was then. You don't live there anymore. What does that do to you? How does that shake up your experience of your relationship to that old thing? I, I've talked about this before, but I'm, I'm gonna repeat it until I'm blue in the face. Healing is remembering. We're just remembering. We're remembering ourselves now, in truth now, in power now, in autonomy now, in sovereignty now, now. The amount of work that you have done, that I have done, that we have done in therapy, on ourselves, in self-help books, on Instagram, wherever, all right, is true now. In this body now, in this brain now, in this heart now, now. It's true now. It's the most true now. <laughs> Listen, we forget where we live and we live out of old truths or old houses or old relationships. We are, we are somewhere else. That is not now. I don't live there anymore. That's not my house. That's not my problem. That's not my responsibility. It's not my job. Those aren't even my feelings. I don't live there anymore. Run this through your own story. What is your old house? Where do you live now? What is true now? My um, grandmother, who... She's on a couple of podcasts at the beginning of this podcast, a couple episodes. She's a freaking gem. Um, she has since passed. And uh, she used to say something, and maybe she said it in the podcast episode she was on, but she tells me about, she did actually, she tells me about her therapist that she went to um, after she um, divorced my grandpa. And the therapist told her, honey, just take that, put it in the water, let it go over the water, let it go over the bridge, you know, and and away 
right? Like she, she just would, she would tell me this all the time. And I remember thinking like, like, that's not that simple, grandma. Like, well, I call her Mammy Hoo Hoo. Mammy Hoo Hoo, it's not that simple. You can't just put your problems on the river. I, I was in such resistance to the flippant, it felt to me flippant, or how easy she made it seem. That you just, you just put the things in the river and let them be carried away. And I was like, ugh. I just repulsed, <laughs> right? But I was reflecting on this the other day that part of the reason I didn't want to let go of things is because I, I didn't know who I was without my problems. I didn't know who I was without my pain. I didn't know who I was without my story. I didn't know that there were other houses to live in or other ways to be. And, and so I decided to build a camp at the place of the old things and the old feelings and all the things. I was like, that's where I live now. I live in, in all this pain or I live in, in, in this belief system or in, in this relationship or in this church or in this whatever. But you know what? I don't have to. I don't live there anymore. And as an Enneagram 4, it, I tend to build houses on feelings of that this is the way it'll always be. And so it goes against my nature to allow something to go in the river and keep on going. That that was true then, real then, but then is not now. And the more I orient myself into truth now, God, the less I have to hold on to, the more free I become. This actually happened in real time on the last weekend retreat I was hosting. Um, we do this really, really just epic experiential timeline walk. And again, language is unimportant, but what we do is we actually walk through the work we do on paper on this like just beautiful trail we walk out our timeline we walk out our life and there's places to sit and reflect there's places there it's just like this it's so it's such a good like um setup for this work and on this specific retreat and on this specific day what happened was covid and <laughs> there were park ranger people that once we released all the women to go to their work and to do their timeline walk, I didn't know this, but the park rangers came up behind everyone and said, okay, it's time to go. And they literally cleared the trails. They made everybody not sit. They had to get up and keep on going. And, and at first, my first pass at this was, they're ruining this. <laughs> they're ruining this walk. And so second pass was, Elias, watch. Watch what's happening. See what's happening. They can't sit there anymore. They don't live there anymore. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to get up, stand up, move on. Find a new place to sit because this old thing is done. And it shook me, right? And so after as we're processing this as a group, it was like, oh, all I wanted to do was go and tell the guard, like, back up. These women have important work to do. But the important work was not to get stuck in the old things. It was time to get up and go. We don't live there anymore. You don't 
live there anymore. So where do you live in your thoughts? Where do you live in your behaviors? Where do you live in your addictions? Where do you live in your stuck places? Where do you live in your body? Where do you live? Where do you live now? Where do you want to live? Do you know? Do you know how? What's next? So those are the, the stories, the experiences that are kind of coming, coming up, coming forward in a bunch of different ways for me right now. And TrailerCast, this podcast, is, is this living journal, is this living conversation, is this living pool, an invitation for people to, to see and to hear and to feel and to share and to learn and to expose and to grieve and to shed and to emerge or not. (laughs) So today I just want to offer those thoughts and those questions and the brilliant network of our connection, how the work that someone else is doing is also a part of our collective work. That someone else's entrance or work in therapy, someone else's question, how did we get here? Someone else's realization, I don't live there anymore, right? Get to be for the whole. Get to be something that all of us can try on. There's beauty in this collective work, you guys. There's beauty in learning from each other and realizing our togetherness, our withness. We are together. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for your listening. I'm so grateful for your ideas. I'm so grateful for your DMs and emails. I'm so grateful for your comments. This podcast has been like the truest, um, hmm, what is it, like um, the most tethered way that I've been able to connect with you over these last four-ish years. It's just been more than I even imagined from a place of creative outlet to a place of just deep and intimate connection. It's a a true, it's a true wonder (laughs) to me. It's a beautiful thing. And so thank you for being here and for living, um, for living and for letting me live alongside you. If you have questions, thoughts, needs around your own therapy work um, or coaching work, or again, how unimportant language is, but how truly critical and important experience is, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I founded Radical Wellness Collaborative. It is, to me, the absolute best thing that I could ever recommend in regards to people getting started on their own healing journey. Um, Initially, it was, lit, it was so sp- specialized and specifically handcrafted as exactly what I wish existed in this world. And it has only bloomed and blossomed from there, flourished from there. The therapists and coaches we have available, the type of work that is available, how freaking just bomb um, the women on this team are. We work with more than just women. <laughs> so, um, your partners, your husbands, your kiddos, um, whatever. We work all over the nation. We work online. So wherever you are, we are accessible. 
um, whatever frequency that you want to work at, we are available. The point is you using your own autonomy and agency to determine the work that serves you best. We genuinely believe and trust that you know. <laughs> how cool is that, right? And I know how often I need to go and you know how often you need to go and what we're working on and we collaboratively build a treatment plan with you. So anyway, there's I, I sometimes forget to mention that because it's like when you know something, you kind of forget to tell other people that, about that thing. And so Radical Wellness Collaborative, um, you can catch all that on my website or you can also just kind of Google search Radical Wellness. Um, the website, direct website, if you want that too, is www.radicalwellness.co.co. Okay. Um, other than that, there's a couple of retreats coming back up. There's weekends. I'll be issuing some new dates for this upcoming year. And then the wild women retreat. If this is your first time hearing that again, I encourage you just to go to my website and check it out, but we're going to Bali. We're going to Bali a couple years ago. Um, after leading weekends for about three years, it was like, gosh, the feedback I was getting was women saying I haven't traveled on my own in such a long time and coming to weekends made me realize that I need to do this more often and that I want to be able to do more things mine and go more places on my own. And I'm like, yeah, what is next? And so literally was like, let's spin the globe. Let's just spin the globe. What are, this is our, this is it. This is our life. What do we want? And so we found this most unbelievable um, private beach house literally right on the coast in Bali. We have um, myself, Aurora Allen, who is our somatic experience coach from Radical Wellness, and then um, Samantha Redondo, and she is our adventure therapist. And the three of us are going as the, I think of it like a three-legged stool, like as a as the kind of guide center for the experience. It's five days in Bali in September. There's a couple spots left if you're interested. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm just talking now about things I love. So Radical Wellness, check it out. Wild Women Retreat, check it out. Email me if you have questions, thoughts, needs, uh, ideas, anything. And other than that, I hope I see you if you're local at Well Wednesdays. Would love to get a chance to meet you in person and connect as our world continues to open back up and we get opportunities to just live, live this beautiful life together. Okay. Hope everybody has a beautiful week. Cheers.